Daniel Wettstein from the Answers 42 Media Network here, and I'm here to tell you about Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So go ahead and download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey, we get it. You don't want to be hearing a progressive commercial right now. So let us tell you something you do want to hear. No one is funnier than you. People laugh just thinking about the things you've said. I'm laughing at one of them right now. Coworkers repeat your jokes at the office, but they're never as good as when you tell them and shame on them for trying. There. Don't you feel better? You'll also feel better knowing you could save when you bundle home and auto with Progressive. Although I'm sure you'd have a funnier way to say that. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers bundle discount not available in all states or situations. The truth is still out there. Is the answer really 42? The optimum angle for white light to refract through water and thus form a rainbow is between 40.89 and 42 degrees. The number 42 was the first number to be retired from any professional sport. It was worn by Jackie Robinson, the man that broke the color barrier. There are two physical constants in the universe that are the speed of light and the diameter of a proton. It takes light 10 to the minus 40 second power seconds across the diameter of a proton because google says so so what is the question you ask let's hunt that together welcome to the breaking broncos podcast part of the answer is 42 network my name is was the first number to be retired from any professional sport it was worn by jackie robinson the man that broke the color barrier there are two physical constants in the universe that are the speed of light and the diameter of a proton it takes light 10 to the minus 40 second power seconds to cross the diameter of a proton. Because Google says so. Welcome to the Breaking Broncos podcast on the Answer is 42 Network. I am your host, Daniel Wettstein, and today we'll be wrapping up the final game of the 2020 season for your Denver Broncos that ended in a heartbreaking loss. But as has been the theme for 2020, there was definitely hope amidst the chaos. We will be discussing the monumental leaps Drew Locke took in his final action of the year, and why it sealed his starting role in 2021. Did this game do more harm than good for Melvin Gordon? I will give my views on the mercurial running back and whether or not the Broncos will use the opt-out in his contract. So let's get started and begin with a look at this crushing loss to end the Denver Broncos season. But first, a word from our partner. William Hill bet on himself 86 years ago. The young man, without much to his name or any clout to speak of, decided to start his own sports book, taking bets on the tracks of London. That one-man band has now grown into the world's largest sports book, with operations in 17 different countries and an almost 100-year-old streak of never scamming a better. William Hill built his name by betting on himself and taking his word as his bond. So, come and pull a will by betting on yourself at williamhill.com or on the app. That goes on practically any device. And for being my wonderful listener, just use the promo code, the answer is 42, to get up to $250 in free bets with your initial deposit. The link will be in the description. So I won't dwell on the negative for long, and we will actually start where the game ended. 
Melvin Gordon made the selfish play twice to gain extra yards and go out of bounds as opposed to going down in bounds, giving Las Vegas precious time and the ability to conserve their final timeout. This coupled with his multiple untimely fumbles, DUI early in the season, and potential 2021 suspension has me believing the Broncos will cut bait and take the $2 million cap hit from his prorated signing bonus after using the opt-out to escape his base salary of over $7 million and cap hit of over $9 million. It's one of the easiest ways for the Broncos to shed salary without damaging a talent pool irreversibly. I will go much more in-depth on who I believe will go or stay in next week's installment of the Breaking Broncos, where I will start to break down the full 2020 roster by position. Now, we can get to the boneheaded timeout of Fangio with the Raiders scrambling on the final play of their final drive. It set the scene for any that didn't watch the entire game. The Raiders had just scored a touchdown to bring the game within one point with 24 seconds left on the game clock. Then, they decided to go for two to end the game and avoid overtime, win or lose. The Raiders attempted a substitution with the play clock running down on the two-point conversion, but the wrong players left the field, including Darren Waller, and looked like the Raiders were going to take the delay of game penalty with no timeouts remaining forcing them to either kick a PAT from 40 yards or attempt the two-point try from the seven instead of the two. Then the inexplicable happened. Fangio used his final timeout, giving the Raiders time to regroup, avoid the penalty, and get the right personnel on the field, again, including Waller. After that, Derek Carr commences to thread the needle to, you guessed it, Darren Waller. This then left the Broncos with 24 seconds and no timeouts, taking away the middle of the field after they got a 25-yard reception to Jerry Judy on the first play of the drive. And that ended up taking away the biggest threats in the Denver offensive arsenal, which are the seam post and in-cut, forcing Drew to try and thread the needle to the sidelines with defenders waiting for it. Now, it also forced the Broncos to attempt a 62-yard McManus field goal to win the game instead of getting a few extra yards to make it a much more palpable attempt with nine seconds remaining and it's still only being second down because they had no timeouts. Now, there are more moments in this game you can point to, but these, in my eyes, are the most egregious. If Gordon stays in bounds on his two runs during the Broncos' second-to-last drive, worrying more about the win than padding stats, the Raiders would have had no timeouts and no more than 45 to 50 seconds of game clock to drive and try and score a touchdown. Instead, the Broncos barely ran 50 seconds off the clock, and the Raiders had a minute and 54 and a timeout to make that drive, which obviously they did. I know that John Elway has already stated that Vic Fangio is safe for another year, but with that type of mistake that can be directly tied to losing a football game, lesser things have made people make more questionable decisions than Elway has before him. Now, I absolutely love Fangio and his defense, but the trend of bad clock management and timeout usage, together with the insane number of late losses, could have his seat a lot warmer than it was just 24 hours prior. And even despite the news breaking Monday that John Elway will be stepping down as GM, staying as VP of Football Operations, and hiring his own successor, 
It seems by all accounts, Fangio is safe for at least one more year. But crazier things have happened, as I will discuss here in just a bit. Virginia, William Hill, America's number one sports book, is now here. And we have a special 2021 offer to help you bet on all your favorite sports risk-free. Download the William Hill Sportsbook app, and when you sign up, you can get started with a risk-free bet of up to $2,021. Use promo code RADIORF. Terms and conditions apply. 21 plus only. Gambling problem? Call, text, or chat our confidential and toll-free helpline at 1-888-532-3500. Let's make it interesting with William Hill Sportsbook. Your home is more connected than ever. So when one kid is schooling the competition... The other is getting schooled. The mitochondria is the powerhouse of the cell. And you're streaming a webinar for work and the latest episode of your favorite show at the same time. Shh. Your Wi-Fi needs to be able to handle it. That's why Xfinity never stops working to bring you faster, more reliable Wi-Fi. So you can do it all, all at the same time. Xfinity, the future of awesome. Learn more at Xfinity.com. And go ahead and listen to the coach try and explain his reasoning for the timeout usage. Audio credit goes to DenverBroncos.com. Yeah, I want, there was one sure what personnel they had in there, and I wanted to make sure that we had the ideal personnel in there for us. And uh, with that little time left, you know, I just thought it was important there to burn the timeout so we were straight in what we were doing and what they were doing. Did that help? Yeah. Me neither. Sounds a lot like someone who knows they made a major gaffe and doesn't want to outright admit it. I will continue to monitor the situation and will update you all on the Answers 42 Facebook page if I learn anything concrete. As of now, I am just going off the fact that Elway said Lindsay might get a new contract and Scangarello was safe within the last two weeks of last season and neither turned out to be true. After yet another late loss and late game management debacle, the ability to hurt a rival while going all in on Drew Locke in every way by prying Eric Bieniemy from the hated Chiefs, for example, may be too much to resist for the Duke of Denver, among many other possibilities. Now, I want to be clear, this is purely speculation, but I would not be surprised in any way if it comes to fruition. That's enough of the bad, though, as there were some truly exciting developments buried in this loss for the Denver Broncos. Drew Locke was absolutely dialed in, going 25 of 41 for 339 yards and two touchdowns for a QB rating of 103.6. This is only the second game of Locke's career that the Broncos have lost when he had a 90 or higher QB rating, and that rating and completion percentage would be even higher in this game if not for another at least three drops by his receivers. They are now 5-2 when Drew Locke has a QB rating over 90. He did everything every person has asked to see all year in one game. This is what it looks like when the game starts to slow down for a young quarterback. Sounds like something someone has been screaming for patience on all season. I can't quite put my finger on who that was. Now, obviously I'm having some fun, because we all should have been. We all got to see Locke do exactly what was asked for from everybody. And we also got a full Broncos season. I'm sorry if you were one of the many that incorrectly thought this was a Super Bowl roster. You were wrong from the get-go. That's your bad. As I stated before the season started, this was a wildcard team at best. 
and would more than likely be bounced early in the playoffs if they even made it. And that was before the roster was decimated by injury and the Rona. I will not lie and say this is how I saw the season going. A 7-9 to 9-7 record and barely missing the playoffs was where I saw them landing. 5-11 is obviously disappointing, but when you look at what happened to this team, mixed with the 2020 chaos we all dealt with, it's much better than it should have been. The fact this team fought literally to the final whistle of the season and left it all out on the field through all of the bad and the losing speaks volumes to this coaching staff and the amount of buy-in they have received from this team. I know I stated earlier, we now need to watch the temperature of Fangio's seat. I believe this fact that I just gave you will ultimately save him. I am just nowhere near willing to bet on it, as I was just 24 hours prior to the end of this game. But now back to Block, though. No matter how dire the situation got, he never made the boneheaded play. I know many were waiting with bated breath for that one play they could latch on to so they could scream how they are right and Locke is never going to be the guy. Burn it all down! But to my delight, he never gave them one. This is the first game this season you cannot pin a single negative thing on Locke and blame him for the loss in any way. He took what was there, never pressed, and when the shots opened up, like the 92-yard touchdown to Judy late in the fourth quarter, he made the throw, except once. But again, he's young and nobody's perfect. There were only two throws of Drew's I have any true issue with. One was on the fourth and one at midfield in the second quarter. The crossing route out of the stack was wide open off the line as Judy completely torched his defender. That would have given them a first down easily and probably a lot more. The second was on a deep pass down the left sideline where the wide receiver had two to three steps on his defender and locked overthrew him in the first quarter. These are the only two throws I would be willing to openly question the kid on his decision making. He didn't have any bad throws while falling away from the line of scrimmage or showed any of the bad throwing mechanics and or footwork issues that were driving so many baddies. I honestly believe Outside of some crazy scenario that has Elway's successor moving up to the top pick in the draft, or making some trade for a vet like one of the Matthews, Stafford, or Ryan, Locke has solidified at least one more year as the Denver Broncos' starting quarterback. Here's to hoping Shermer did enough to stick around and give the kid a chance to spend more than one year in an offense since his sophomore year of college. New Extra Charge Hot and Iced Coffee from Dunkin' is made with 20% extra caffeine from green coffee extract because we could all use a little extra this year. Whether that's an extra boost, some extra boldness, or the drive to go the extra mile, we're extra ready for whatever comes our way and extra excited to take it on. Let's get it done with a medium extra charged coffee from Dunkin' for $2 with 20% more caffeine. And pair it with snackable stuffed bagel minis for an added all-day boost. Order ahead on the Dunkin' app. America runs on Dunkin'. Participation may vary. Limited time offer. Introducing touch-free payments from PayPal, a safe way for your customers to pay. Simply download the PayPal app and display your own unique QR code for your customers to scan. Whether you're a market seller, I'll take two tomatoes and a cucumber. Poodle pamperer, <laughs> piano tuner, or plumber. Signing up to accept touch-free payments for your business is easy. Touch-free QR code payments. Shop safe with PayPal.
Speaking of Shermer, this is just the second game after the last one against the Chargers that he opened the game with a script, giving Drew and the offense some easy wins with quick completions, power runs, and play action passes. This is also the most I have seen Shermer move the pocket and make use of Locke's athleticism with bootlegs and RPOs. There was a lot more use of the shotgun and spread concepts. It seems the coach was truly starting to trust his young QB to start opening things up. As long as Fangio is safe, I believe Shermer is as well. Just listen to Coach as he talks about Shermer and his fit in the organization and coaching staff during his Friday presser. Audio credit again goes to DenverBroncos.com. Yes, I do. I think Pat's a great fit. You know, brings a wealth of experience and knowledge. I think he's got a calm demeanor that has been doing a good job of mixing our run pass plays on the early downs, both, you know, what type of runs we've run and short, intermediate, and deep throws. And um, I think it's been a learning process for all guys, you know, the players learning the system and Pat learning our players and what, what's the best formula and what's the best approach with the guys we have. And I'm excited about what Pat can bring to us moving forward. So it seems as long as the gaffes to end the season didn't doom the dawn, Pat is safe. The one major change I believe all of Broncos country would like to see is the replacement of Tom McMahon as the special teams coordinator. It was another, we'll say, inconsistent outing by the least special teams unit in the NFL since McMahon was hired along with Fangio two off-seasons ago. McManus had his chances to set the NFL record for 50-plus yard field goals. He was even allowed a shot at a 70-yarder before the half, but ultimately fell short with two blocks on his 60-plus yard attempts at the end of each half. So we will never know if McMoney had enough in the right leg today at Miles High Stadium, as Tiki put it. His first miss was the one that loomed largest, as the 56-yard attempt with 13.58 to go in the second quarter was the most likely of them to be a legit attempt. This kick ended wide left by the smallest of margins, leading to the Broncos losing by the smallest possible margin one point. This is another moment. I want to be clear. I do not put this loss on McManus. A kicker can only do so much when it comes to winning a game. A 56, 61, and 70-yard field goal attempts are not doing any kicker any favors. Now, I know some will point to his extension as a reason he should quote-unquote make those kicks, but those are going to be in the same festering lump as the rest of the deplorables. So, we will not entertain them and move on to some more positives. Most notable, of course, is the bounce back of Jerry Judy. He ended the day with five catches, 140 yards, a touchdown, and a two-point conversion on seven targets. Most importantly, no drops. Now, after a six-drop performance, by my count, that is, it was great to see him end the year on a personal high note as he led the team in all the aforementioned categories. Take a listen to Judy as he recounts his big night and last week's performance. Audio credit goes to DenverBroncos.com. That's going to be one of the last bad games I have my whole life. Um, I learned from a lot. I learned a lot from that game. So coming into this game, I was just a lot more focused, um, a lot more focused on the details and just catching the ball. I mean, it, it would be better to um, close off with a W, but for my rookie season, I mean, it was a good start, but I feel like there's a lot more I need to work on. 
it could have been better, but, you know, we're going to see what the future holds. It's good to hear the kid has a strong will and seemingly a duck's back to let something like last week's career worst and possibly defining performance slide off that easily. This is the type of confidence you want in your top wideouts. And yes, I meant the plural. Today's NFL requires multiple viable receiving options. Once Cortland Sutton returns, the Denver Broncos will have two number one wideouts with complementary skill sets. Then, the ultimate X-factor at the three spot in K.J. Hamler. Your home is more connected than ever. So when one kid is schooling the competition... Got it. The other is getting schooled. The mitochondria is the powerhouse of the cell. And you're streaming a webinar for work and the latest episode of your favorite show at the same time. Shh. Your Wi-Fi needs to be able to handle it. That's why Xfinity never stops working to bring you faster, more reliable Wi-Fi. So you can do it all, all at the same time. Xfinity, the future of awesome. Learn more at Xfinity.com. Your home is more connected than ever. So when one kid is schooling the competition... The other is getting schooled. The mitochondria is the powerhouse of the cell. And you're streaming a webinar for work and the latest episode of your favorite show at the same time. Shh. Your Wi-Fi needs to be able to handle it. That's why Xfinity never stops working to bring you faster, more reliable Wi-Fi. So you can do it all, all at the same time. Xfinity, the future of awesome. Learn more at Xfinity.com. This Denver offense, with its full arsenal and a few pieces added along the offensive line, could be scary good in 2021. With a full offseason to gel and gain chemistry, granted, they don't have to learn a new offense again. Now, we obviously can't mention Judy and not talk about the huge 92-yard touchdown in the fourth quarter to give the Broncos the lead and their final score of the game. Take a listen as Judy explained what went through his mind as he caught the pass and turned up field. Audio credit goes to DenverBroncos.com. Oh, yeah. Once I seen that open space, once I caught the ball, I seen that open space. I just said, hit it and let's go. That's all I would think about, scope. Gotta love a direct answer. I just thought, sco. That's that Bama talk. So to honor the succinctness of Jerry Judy, I will keep the analysis short. On a play that saw nine players drop into coverage for the Raiders, Judy got lost between the linebackers and safeties. Drew Locke dropped in an absolute dime with the perfect amount of touch to get it over the backers but in front of those lurking defensive backs. He hit Judy in stride and Judy simply headed to the sideline, then followed an escort of Noah Fant and Deontay Spencer untouched to the end zone. According to Locke, there was no doubt in his mind that Judy was going to bounce back and make some huge plays as he did in this game. Now, listen to his quarterback talk about how much he believed in his receiver and how excited he is about their future together. Audio credit is again to DenverBroncos.com. Yeah, no, there's without a doubt optimism. Um, you know, not right now, probably not for the next couple hours, just because, you know, that one definitely slipped away from us. That could have been, been a great way to end it out on a high note, but there's without a doubt optimism. Um, in my eyes, I looked at a team that started off really young and, you know, kept growing as the year goes on. And guys started making vet plays that, you know, were just finishing up their first year of NFL football. Um, I'm excited to, you know, grow with these guys and keep growing and, and you know, make this offseason 
best months of my life to uh, be ready coming into next year. Uh, but there is optimism without a doubt in my eyes. And I think the optimism is in the growth that can be done in this off season. It's going to be a legit off season. Um, multiple games under my belt to be able to go back and look at and study and, you know, same thing, hopefully, you know, coming in with the same, same offensive coordinator for the second time ever in my football playing career. And uh, I'd, I'd love that and look forward to that. I'm with Locke on this offense just needing more time together to gel, gaining trust and timing in the process. Shermer's offense is rooted in the West Coast Forest and requires the QB and his weapons to work in concert and on time. The one thing this offense has had virtually none of due to no fault of their own. If this offense can just take one to two steps forward, the defense gets healthy with another year in the Fangio scheme 2021 could just be the year Denver finally pulls itself out of the mire it's been in since Manning retired after the 2015 season. Now that we have spent the majority of the episode talking offense, time for some positive signs from a defense that, yes, gave up 32 points, but still had plenty to be excited about. Now, we all know how good Justin Simmons and Kareem Jackson are in their respective roles, each ending the day with an interception. I want to focus on some young guns. First, I will talk about a kid I have been hyping all year, even when everyone discarded him after he was benched for multiple games in the middle of the season. Even when starters A.J. Boye and Bryce Callahan fought various injuries, the likes of Devontae Harris and Devontae Bosby, long snaps over the rook. That all changed in Week 13 when he led the team in tackles with 7-6 solo. Since then, he has constantly been challenged and more often than not stepped up. Some may think to point to the fact he gave up a 60% completion rate and 100 QB rating when targeted coming into the game. This will also be the argument used to justify the benching. I will now explain why both those opinions are wrong. I will counter with the most important stats to Vic Fangio. TDs given up and missed tackles. As is now infamously known, Tackling is non-negotiable when it comes to Coach Fangio and his cornerbacks. He has also stated on multiple occasions he hates nothing more than giving up touchdowns. Well, in the three games prior to O.J. Budia being benched, QBs were averaging over 80% completion rate, 120 QB rating, and he'd given up his third touchdown of the season. And he was also missing almost 40% of his tackles. Six in total. In the seven games he was active after the benching, he has allowed zero touchdowns and missed only one tackle, with also the two forced fumbles he had in this game. And the two earlier, so a total of four, making him one of only a handful of rookie cornerbacks to ever accomplish that feat. So go ahead and listen to Michael as he talks about his resiliency and fighting his way back to the field. Audio credit is to DenverBroncos.com. We definitely make an emphasis of you know, getting the ball back for the offense. And um, we do a lot of uh, work with punching the ball out, putting your head on the ball. So we, we work on that type of stuff. And, you know, during the game and during those moments, you got to just have to execute. Yeah, I think, um, you know, from the start to the end, it's been a lot of ups and downs. But think about me, I'm a fighter. So, you know, adversity always made me better. And um, obviously I wanted to things to go a little different for me for most of the season, but, you know, just finishing like that, I just want to build off of it for next season. 
The former third-round pick should hold his head high after being thrown in the fire from day one due to injury and was able to bounce back after a tough stretch in the middle of the season. Your home is more connected than ever. So when one kid is schooling the competition... The other is getting schooled. The mitochondria is the powerhouse of the cell. And you're streaming a webinar for work and the latest episode of your favorite show at the same time. Shh. Your Wi-Fi needs to be able to handle it. That's why Xfinity never stops working to bring you faster, more reliable Wi-Fi. So you can do it all, all at the same time. Xfinity, the future of awesome. Learn more at Xfinity.com. New Extra Charge Hot and Iced Coffee from Dunkin' is made with 20% extra caffeine from green coffee extract because we could all use a little extra this year. Whether that's an extra boost, some extra boldness, or the drive to go the extra mile, we're extra ready for whatever comes our way and extra excited to take it on. Let's get it done with a medium extra charged coffee from Dunkin' for $2 with 20% more caffeine and pair it with snackable stuffed bagel minis for an added all-day boost. Order ahead on the Dunkin' app. America runs on Dunkin'. Participation may vary. Limited time offer. The second defensive player I would like to give some recognition to is Draymond Jones. The fellow former third rounder, like OJ Mudia, who was just selected a year earlier, had one and a half sacks and six tackles to boost his season numbers to six and a half and 41, respectively, missing a grand total of one tackle all season. He also tagged on six tackles for loss, all while missing five games between weeks two and seven while injured and or inactive. He was a true team player as well, logging not only over 70% of the defensive snaps in games he was active, but also over a third of the special team snaps as well. All but four tackles and all six and a half of his sacks came after week seven when he returned from injury and or inactive status. There is more than enough talent in Jones to replace a Jarrell Casey and give fans flashbacks to the days of Derek Wolf and Malik Jackson wreaking havoc on O-lines across the league. Now, I've been high on this kid since training camp before the 2019 season, his rookie year. I saw in the preseason the type of chaos he can cause on the interior with a mixture of size, speed, and athleticism that belies his 6'3", 281-pound frame. He is the type of interior disruptor the Broncos have missed since Malik rushed to Duval and their $90 million. With a healthy Mike Purcell and a hopefully returning Harris, there is no reason Jones can't reach the double-digit sack plateau. Take a listen as he was asked whether or not he believed he could reach this landmark after the game. Sound credit goes to DenverBroncos.com. Um, personally, I think I did a hell of a job. Um, second year coming in. You know, I was uh, last year, I had a, I got a great start to my career. I think this year I kind of doubled that up and I did a lot better. And, you know, next year I want to keep continue to, to grow and show growth as a player. Um, I definitely believe I can. Um, uh, I think I'm a young, raw player. I'm 23, about to be 24 in a couple of days. And I think I have a lot of potential just to, to enhance and grow and, and get more stats and provide a lot of help for the defense. These two, with Isang Basie and Simmons, bode well for the future of the Denver defense, the defensive backs and D-line especially. With the expected departures of veterans A.J. Boye, Bryce Callahan, Kareem Jackson, and Jarrell Casey, from those two meeting rooms, it will bear watching how quickly these young bucks can mature as a likely shakeup on that side of the ball is coming 
with so many aging veterans with no guaranteed money left on their contracts or no contract at all. New Extra Charge Hot and Iced Coffee from Dunkin' is made with 20% extra caffeine from green coffee extract because we could all use a little extra this year. Whether that's an extra boost, some extra boldness, or the drive to go the extra mile. We're extra ready for whatever comes our way and extra excited to take it on. Let's get it done with a medium extra charged coffee from Dunkin' for $2 with 20% more caffeine. And pair it with snackable stuffed bagel minis for an added all-day boost. Order ahead on the Dunkin' app. America runs on Dunkin'. Participation may vary. Limited time offer. Introducing touch-free payments from PayPal. A safe way for your customers to pay. Simply download the PayPal app and display your own unique QR code for your customers to scan. Whether you're a market seller. I'll take two tomatoes and a cucumber. Poodle pamperer. <laughs> piano tuner, or plumber. Signing up to accept touch-free payments for your business is easy. Touch-free QR code payments. Shop safe with PayPal. And this is where I will leave you all this week. Tune in next week as I start to wrap up the season with my first installment of my Breakin' Broncos yearly roster breakdown, where I will break down every player in every position group, starting with quarterbacks, and wide receivers. Since there are no more Broncos games, no more Broncos picks. Sad, I know. But if you want my picks for the wildcard weekend, go and check out the new video podcast with my co-host, Michael Harris, called The Gridiron Geeks. That is debuting Wednesday, January 6th, as we will give our best straights and parlays for the upcoming playoff opening weekend. Also, be sure to watch The Answer is 42's Facebook page and The Answer is 42media.net for details. Many, many more exciting things are coming. For any and all that thought I had given up, I give up on nothing. So don't worry. I and this network are going nowhere. We are here to stay. I just needed some time to get some more things put in the works to hopefully start 2021 with a bang and ride the wave to the top. So... For the Breaking Broncos podcast on the Answers 42 Network, I am your host, Daniel Wettstein. Don't question the blue. I know she's